In today's episode, I interview a supplement entrepreneur who's made every mistake in the book, but who's also had massive success. He's basically distilled down the supplement business into a blueprint that you can follow. There's lots to learn in this episode, and we'll break it down everything from traffic to conversion. We'll even talk about some conversion rate numbers and what it takes to succeed in the supplement business. If you've ever wanted to start a supplement business or if you're in the supplement business, this is the episode for you. Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, My guest is Cody Brown, a supplement entrepreneur who scaled a supplement business to over $41 million in less than six years. Cody, welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for coming aboard and talking with us. Um, I'm really, really interested in like how you got your start because that's quite an accomplishment in six years. That's quite a, a number to hit in such a short period of time. And when you're hitting 41 million in six years, you know, you got to be doing something right. Right. So I really want to understand like how you got started, the struggles along the way, like take me back to like the, the first day is like, okay, I want to be a supplement entrepreneur. Yeah, definitely. So it, we can go back even further too. I mean, I, I don't think necessarily my success is six years old or even two or three years old where the business really took off. It, it goes back to college and falling into learning from Dan Kennedy, Bill Glazer, um, who was also Matt Fury, those kinds of direct marketers. I was spending a lot of my uh, extra cash when I was a broke college student and even a broke right out of college person uh, on learning about that stuff. And so I think that the evolution and the ideas that I wanted to be involved in a direct marketing style business kind of evolved from back then and, and only grew over time. Yeah, the old cliche, right? The, the overnight successes are 10, 20 years, 15 years in the making. Yes, 100%. And usually it's a third or fourth company they've started. So it's not, it's not, the, not the first go around. Um, so yeah, for us, for me, basically, it, it, I started learning there. And from there, I was obsessed with fitness. So I, I really wanted to have a, a gym and I wanted to sell like, you know, P90X style DVDs. I was obsessed with that. And so I started, to, I got to learn, learned about kettlebells, started taking kettlebell classes, got certified as an instructor, started trying to figure that whole thing out. The gym I worked at closed. I ended up starting my own gym just in, uh, around the corner in like a kind of a office park with a garage door. It's kind of almost like a storage unit kind of park and uh, started running a gym out of that and grew that over time. Never uberly successful. I kept trying to apply marketing principles that I use today on a hundred member gym, which doesn't quite work the same. Um, but that's kind of where I got got the start and the taste for liking to market online because I hated the the one on one closing on people. I hated the uh, the need to follow up like crazy for a hundred two hundred dollar a month membership. It was just a lot of work for very little reward. But then when I'd send an email out to a bunch of people who were potential clients about joining, all of a sudden you get four or five people that sign up online. And that concept of being able to sell through an email is what really led me into I think the supplement space. And the direct marketing world in reality, because it's just, it's like Walmart. It's just so much easier selling to selling to a huge audience versus a very niche, tiny, small audience. Was the, uh, was the turmeric supplement, the first supplement you started with? Yeah. So basically at one point I was like, I, I went to Mexico with my brother and uh, he was doing quite well. He had started this online uh, coaching business and was doing pretty well, teaching people how to work out on work around line. 
And uh, I was complaining about how much I hated my gym. I was just like, this is exhausting. Um, the people are paying me hundred dollars a month and they're losing 30 pounds and then quitting tell me it's too expensive and they can't stay committed. And I was just like shell-shocked by the results and then the lack of caring. And this is just typical America, right? People are just lazy. They want it easy, they want it done for them. So you know what? I'm going to make something that will, will be easy and done for them so they don't have to try it all. And we were sitting in Mexico talking about how I don't want to run a gym or compete with him or anybody in the fitness world because I'm just exhausted with teaching the same skill set over and over again. And uh, he's like, we should look at supplements. I mean, you, I think the next big thing is going to be turmeric. We were kind of talking about that, kind of going over the next supplement that no one's really talked about. And that was back when there was like one or two supplement offers available on ClickBank or any of the platforms. Wow. So this was really, really early. Yeah. Yeah. And so it basically, I spent all 20, 15 trying to figure that out paid a 300 dollars copywriter to write a sales page based on a story kind of blurred out on a, a recording uh got it all built paid some guy like two grand to do it it was disgusting not pretty and he drove traffic to it and it had like a 0.5 conversion rate half a percent and it was okay and he goes keep working on it and i'm like well, what do i do is like you need another writer and he just kind of sent me to somebody who he thought would be a decent person got charged me a thousand bucks wrote a killer page and uh, retested it again. And it converted like two and a half percent after doing like one or two split tests. And from there, it was just kind of optimizing. But the thing was just converting like gangbusters that I could do a moderately low commission around 60, $65 per sale and still make 10, 12 bucks on the back end. And we were just converting customers like crazy. Um, and that was kind of how it all got, got going. But a, a year of nose down trying to figure out who to use what suppliers to use, what systems to use, what uh, email system to use, what CRM to use, which by the way, every decision I made the first time was wrong. Um, and, and then getting it up and running and going. And luckily having my brother who had an email list was willing to give me that test. Because once, once it worked, it's just like, hey, meet this person. And then once your offer shows up on two or three big, big lists, all of a sudden, everybody wants to drive to your offer. I literally had the first year, only like six people drive to my offer because I had inventory issues. I was just literally being very choosy about who it was. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's, it was a, a huge learning curve with all those mistakes I made, which I can kind of talk about, I guess, but um, that's kind of how it kind of got going and launched. I want to take a moment to talk about some of the struggles you've just listened to with Cody's story. Yes, there have been some successes in there and some luck involved for sure, but He's been through the trenches. He knows the mistakes he made. He knows what works. He knows what didn't. He's built the supplement business that you may be looking for. And he has a provable, repeatable, dependable four-step blueprint that anyone can plug and play into their own to build their own eight-figure supplement company from scratch. If you want to learn more about that, go to creativethirst.com slash blueprint. There's a link in the show notes. Now back to the show. You you did get conversions right out of the gate there, right? It, it was a 0.5 conversion rate. It wasn't like you had no sales whatsoever. What what traffic source were you using like initially on the first round or the first sales copy version? So basically using a warm email list. So my brother had his email list and he was able to drive a, an email drop to it. And this is back when emails were different. This is when you make $4 a person on one email list, hitting them one email a day. Nowadays, most email lists are split on like five different email list segments and they're being emailed twice a day. And someone's probably getting four emails from your company from different lists. Like it's a very different email world. 
So he would just send an email out to like 10,000 people and, you know, half percent conversion rate when you needed like one, one and a half percent to be amazing at the time. Um, right. Yeah. So they're already warm traffic. Um, they probably weren't, you know, beat up too much. Like they probably didn't get too many offers and emails. So they were. Exactly. I mean, there's a huge difference in, in a customer list versus a leads list. So like I, I have. I work with people and help them make their offer, as you know, make their offer stronger. And a lot of them are obsessed with these leads. Like, hey, should I have a pop-up on here? Catch the email, catch the email, what the email, what the email. Leads lists are worthless unless you have a leads list company. And that requires you to have a, a whole funnel for opting someone in to a selling point. And you have to have an entire system about how you scrub them out because leads will destroy your um, deliverability and cause you a whole, a whole shit ton of problems. So le leads are not of any value. You got to find people with customer lists we're willing to send emails and help test it out. And, you know, to, in today's world, there's tons of Facebook marketing groups, people with different email lists, you know, nothing held back, direct response, direct response marketing group. Um, you can join Traffic Tribe and things like that, where the, everyone who is in the space has um, these communities on there where you can go, hey, I have a new offer. I'm looking for help from people. And a lot of people are nice and are willing to try and help as long as you're set up in a good system and uh, have a, a trustworthy way to get people paid their commissions. So if you had sent it to cold traffic, it probably wouldn't have converted at all. Yeah, probably not at all. And, and cold traffic is, is hard. Like the people who really crush it on any of these platforms, you see ClickBank, BuyGoods, Digistore, and they have these crazy offers that just do well. It's because they have people who are black hat ninjas on these traffic sources. Like there's just very few of these long form offers, video sales letter offers that are doing great on, these, on any of these platforms that don't have someone who's a black hat ninja who knows how to run this stuff. Yeah, both on the traffic side. Yeah, they'll get, they'll get, they'll get kicked off these networks. Um, they have to run things, they have to cloak things, they have to do a bunch of crazy shit. And there's just very few that do really well in that space. That's why everybody's kind of switching to this today's age to more of an e-commerce style page because it's less upsetting to customers, therefore making the customer experience happier in the eyes of Google and Facebook. Yeah, I mean, it, that's just a whole other story we can go down, right? As, yeah, as, as these traffic sources get more competitive and as these DR companies have grown over the last 10 years, they're out competing the other ones. We're, we're kind of forced, they're forcing the market to go upstream and more of a, an e-commerce hybrid or a, just a straight out e-commerce, which makes it a lot harder to convert. It does. You can't, you don't have, you don't have as much time to sell and connect with somebody. The whole point of those VSLs and sales pages is to get someone to know, like, and trust you in a one read and they want to make a purchase. Those e-com style pages require multiple touches, which costs more. Yeah. So those with the bigger wallets are in the game and those that can't afford traffic and can't afford to sustain that float, right? Uh, they're not going to survive that long. You, you, you came with the market at a very perfect time. Like it was, a, it was the timing was right. The product was right. Um, even the list was right. I would say the, the sales copy sounds like it wasn't the right fit at, in the beginning because you were just doing a 0.5 conversion rate. So then you went to bat um, twice then? Like how many A-B tests were in that period? How many like different versions of copy? Yeah, so the initial version was called out like the beta version. That was out the door after one test. It was, it was junk. I, I could just read it and knew it wasn't very good. I mean, I paid 300 bucks for it, right? Um, and then the next one, it was a far superior page. I think there was like, besides a few headline tweaks, which my brother might've given me some suggestions on, I think we might've like done one 
part of the body we changed or reorganized. Um, but it was really the, the meat and potatoes of the page was there from the, from the first draft to the, however long is this, I think three years that offer was live. Um, and from there, it was just little things. It was split testing the subject line, the call to action, the buy buttons, uh, the price point, the bonuses on the page, where the buy boxes are on the, on the page. Um, uh, free shipping, not free shipping, those, those kinds of things were what really, really were the big tests that helped change and, and, and do well. One of, the, one of the biggest things I've learned, and I've learned this over and over again, is my goal is to continually get customers. So if you can't control the traffic source like Facebook and YouTube, where you can, you can particularly, you know, how much money you're spending each day, if you have it converting right, you can determine how much you're going to make. If you're working with affiliates, your goal is to make it so your offer is sexy to them and they make as much money as possible. So I've tested in most of my offers a lower price point, which gets a higher conversion rate, which means for the same 1,000 clicks, I usually make the same amount of money on more customers. So I make, let's say I make 1,000 clicks, I make 10 bucks. If I go high price, it's you get two customers, I make 10 bucks. If you go low price, I get four customers and I make 10 bucks. But the affiliate, the traffic source, doubles that revenue. Yeah, because the customers are actually the lifeblood of a supplement business. You produce a constant need to fill in more customers into the business. It's always better to get a thousand customers versus two customers, uh, even though you're making the same 10 bucks. It's like, who do you want to pay? Do you want to pay Google or do you want to give that money to your customers by reducing the cost of your supplement? Right, You're paying somebody either way. Uh, and you're right, the, the affiliates are all about CPA, cost per action. And the highest amount is going to win there all the time. And, and that's what it's all about. So for me, it's always been about customer acquisition in every funnel I've created. Um, this year, we're trying to have a, a, a more broad focus on profitability and getting our conversions up and really working on that, you know, what what, serves, what shape of the buy button converts the best? It's surprising. There, there is a difference. <laughs> oh, I, 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 hate the, I hate that kind of test. Yeah, that's the worst kind of test. Uh, but it, it's, it's, it's amazing when you start to see results, when you have enough traffic to be able to see those kinds of things. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's all about getting the customer because the email list is key. So we first started for email really changed. I got to the point where I was generating a hundred thousand dollars in revenue a month on my email list. Nice. Which is crazy. And that was when it was, it was a one man show. So I was just swimming in the dollars. It was wonderful. Right. Um, it was doing great. Email has since changed. We had huge problems. One, one three-month period, we lost half the list because of spam issues. Because if, you, if you're not having proper list health, if your page domain is not set up correctly, if you're driving traffic to the same domain that has your email address, you're just setting yourself up for disaster and risk. Um, but you know, you, you can get it working again. Like this month, we're probably doing course do close to a quarter million dollars in revenue for, um, for the email list. So it, it's just takes time and all of a sudden that becomes your, your profit center for your company. There's always something that breaks as you're growing, as you're scaling, right? It's just a constant game of what's gonna break next and what's the next thing to fix, uh, right? It's, the email is always one of the things that breaks. So between the first offer, converted a 0.5 conversion and somewhere where the business is, is getting good traction, you're making good ROI, are we talking like, six months, a year, two years? Yeah. So for me, I think my first tests were in January with the beta offer. And then we rolled out again in March or late February, early March, the, um, the first version. 
And I think by April is when it worked. So it was probably like five or six drops before we knew it was where it needed to be. So solid five or six tests. And I think it's important to for everyone that's listening to think about testing is not to be crazy and go drastically different with things. I've, I've had a few people that I've worked with who've like, okay, we need to do this, this, and this, and they rewrite half the page. And I'm like, you're no longer testing things. You, you've now made an entirely new offer. So um, it's important to think about working on small price, subject headline, small pits of the lead to try and see what, what could uh, really make the change to get it to work right. But yeah, it was, it was close to six months. And by June, it was off to the races. I had a couple of huge mailers thrown to it. I was running an inventory. I was having hell, hell with that, trying to get it all those systems to work together. And then I lost my first credit card processor around, uh, I think, uh, July, August in the first year. So it was a little, little chaotic. You know, and just another thing that breaks. Um, I actually am I'm on the other side of the fence with testing because I, I do A-B testing for supplement companies all, all the time. And I like to bundle um, tests together. So I like to bundle variables together and do like a, a radical redesign as a variable cluster test. Right, so rather than just to use a headline, and it really depends if you have something that's working versus something that's not working. Yes, 100%. 100%. Right. If you have something that's working, you don't want to break it. You don't want to change too much, but you still want to get more juice out of it. But if you have something that's not converting at all, right? Like if you, if you take your beta version um, to a cold list, you're, you're not even getting a 0.5 conversion there. That's something where, where you did a radical redesign. You did a radical, completely different copy, maybe even changed the offer. I don't know. So early in the testing phases, um, I think radical redesigns work. And I think even later, if you structure them right, if you, let's say your hypothesis is you want to create more proof. So there's several different elements you can do to do that, right? You could do um, new research, uh, new lead. You could do um, new um, a new endorsement, right? So those are three different things that you can do. You can do each one of those things individually, sure, if you had money and the time and the traffic and the resources. But if you bundle them all together, uh, each one of those things is answering the same hypothesis of, you know, does increasing proof increase conversion rate? You'll get um, a faster learn with lower traffic. The downside is if it loses, you don't know what element made it lose, then you can come back around and kind of separate those elements out. Um, but it's just two different kind of strategies for testing. What, what's your thought on that? I think yours is exactly the same as mine. It's keeping everything consistent or not consistent, but um, measurable. It's not like you're changing your headline, your buy box and your uh, guarantee, right? Those are three, three different, three differently wild different things. You're talking about how do we add more social proof? Here's four spaces. We're going to add it, throw it all in everything at once and go from there. So hundred percent agree to that. And at the same time, too, with my yes beta one versus the actual sales page, there was a drastic change there. But a lot of people, especially the people I've been coaching, they're working with great copywriters to begin with. So they have a, the page they're going to be using, the meat and potatoes already there and, and trying to do a massive rebuild of something that did okay, did a 0.8 or a 0.6. And you're like, I got to change everything. No, you don't. You got to massage and, and pick and poke until you, you get it right. <laughs> A 0.6, 0.8, you, you can have a multi-million dollar business actually at a 0.6, 0.8 easily. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it will require more work working with affiliates and trying to get the traffic to, to, to work right. But once you pass that like 0.6, 0. 0.8, you have something that functionally works and you can easily take it to one and a half over the course of testing over six months. It's just a matter of paying attention and 
having a plan and getting your traffic lined up to do it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. If you're at a point eight on, on cold traffic, that is, you, you're, you're printing money. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Especially on cold traffic. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, that's the time frame that, that it took you to get there. Now, what about um, the traffic side of things? Because you, you must have run out of uh, your brother's list at this point. Like that was probably the full list for your beta. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a huge affiliate network person, right? That's the, this is the world that I've learned. It's the world I was first introduced to. I was in a mastermind with people who explained this and taught this before I even understood what it was. So my brother first was my affiliate manager. I say that loosely because he just basically fired off my link to a dozen people and said, promote Cody. And uh, they were like, okay, sure. Whatever. You know, cause Tyler told him to do something and Tyler's made them a bunch of money. So sure. Why not? And, um, See, so I had first had no freaking clue what was happening, why they were sending traffic. I, I, the whole concept meant nothing to me. I was so confused. It took me about seven months to figure out, oh, okay, these are people just like me with email lists and they're promoting out uh, other offers that are similar that are going to make themselves happy. Really easy concept. I was just really... So you, you must have seen like just spikes in visit counts and spikes in revenue. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just did 40,000 sales this week. I'm invincible. Like, that's all I could think about. And then I'd be like, wait, why did it slow down? I don't get it. He'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to have someone else mail. But that was also during a time when people would send five days in a row for an offer. Yeah. And today, today's world is much different. People, you're lucky if you get two cents from an affiliate for your offer in a month. Whereas back back in the day, you had a dedicated week. It was crazy. Yeah, if it's not converting, you're you're out the door. They got somebody else that they're gonna fill that yeah. spot with. Yeah. Not, not only that, there's more gentle with their list. They're like, oh, I don't want to beat this offer too much. They want this offer to last six months. So they kind of just you know keep dripping it as they go throughout the throughout the out the um throughout the year. Yeah, the, the, that happens as more competition enters the space. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're doing so it's all affiliate at, at this point. Where you're, you're yeah, traffic. all affiliate. We, we, we've had probably about 10% of our traffic in history has been Facebook and that's it. So, you know, probably four or 5 million of our 41, 45 million or so of sales by now um, is been Facebook. The rest is affiliate. And it's just, I think it's the best example of this. When I first started my gym, my mom, who's just old school thinking was like, oh my gosh, starting a gym is so risky. What if your clients quit? And I went, mom, I have over a hundred clients pay me money. What if my boss on my day job fires me? I have one boss who already know, already know doesn't like me. Yeah. What's more risky? Yeah. Chance of hundred people quitting is not going to happen. Right. Exactly. So the affiliate world's easy because you have, we have, I think 360 affiliates we have on our network who promote our offers. So the chances of all of them firing us is next to impossible, but the chances of being kicked off Facebook or YouTube is much, 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 much higher likely. So I, I encourage everyone to get into the affiliate game, especially in the, the supplement and direct marketing and health space or the how to make money space, because that is just where all of the, all the people already are. And they're willing to drive traffic to your offer as long as you pay them. Right. So let's, let's talk about that. Cause there's a lot of pitfalls there. There's also um, the most obvious one, right? The affiliate is not going to drive traffic to your offer unless it's already converting, right? They want to know that they're going to make money or you're going to guarantee them, uh, a cost per, even a cost per click. I mean, so let's let's back up a little bit and start there, right? So the affiliate game can work on a cost, cost per action, CPA, which is every time someone buys your supplement, you're paying them a fixed price, or it can work on a uh, cost per click, CPC, you're paying them an X amount. For everybody that, that clicks on the link, they may not necessarily buy. What is, the, and maybe there are other uh, affiliate models as well. What is the best model to use? Yeah. 
Definitely. So when you're starting out, people, there's two types, rev share and CPA. Those are the two biggest ones you want to go with. So CPA is just a flat rate, whether someone buys one, one bottle of your product or 50, you pay the same amount of money. And then rev share, of course, is a percentage of each transaction that happens that people buy in, in the funnel. Um, you, you can use ClickBank, Digistore, BuyGoods, those platforms I would start out with because you're able to um, have them run credit card processing and they can pay the affiliates out, the traffic sources out automatically. That means people can trust you because they know they're going to get paid. And um, it's just kind of a more complete ecosystem. So with all that in mind, how do you get the first bit of test traffic? And so that involves being a part of groups and communities. So are you in a mastermind? Are you in a coaching group? Do they offer, do the uh, people in that group support each other? If not, why are you in that group? Um, and then making sure that you are part of something that there is a, a, a sense of testing and helping. So a great, great example is on Facebook. There's the direct, direct response marketing group. It's a bunch of affiliate managers. If you are lucky enough to get invited on that group and you um, you say hello, and by the way, if you don't respond and you don't message within two weeks, she kicks you off. You got to be active. I'm no longer on there because <laughs> I don't respond enough, but uh, my team is. And they, uh, if you post on there, I'm new. I have this new offer. Here's my stats from a test or two we did. Is there anybody willing to help me? You'll be amazed how many people reach out to help. It's 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 really about building that relationship with people too. So, um, couple couple good tips of advice on that. Number one, be everyone's friend first, right? If if you call if you're talking to someone, um, you're you want to have a conversation with them. You want them to talk about themselves. You want to learn about them. You want to become their friend and see what uh, what they know what drives them. So you can try and fulfill that that need. If you can't fulfill it with a, uh, a converting offer yet, maybe you can fill it with friendship, advice, conversation, whatever it is. Who knows? Um, uh, some kind of connection. Uh, secondly, if you uh, can be if you can hire someone, I not to seem sexist or weird like that, but just a female goes long further than guys do. It's, it's not always the case, but just for some reason, women are better salespeople than men. I don't Everyone loves talking to women. <laughs> yeah, I, I, women like talking to women, men like talking to women. It, it seems to make more sense. And, uh, but it, it definitely, I mean, I, I consider myself to be a salesperson, but my, my uh, affiliate manager, her first one, Savannah, she is way better than me. She crushes it, absolutely crushes it. So there, there is definitely something to be said about that. If you could, if you could afford to find somebody that couldn't be your salesperson, definitely look for that or just an outgoing person that it is. It's not saying if you're a guy, you can't by any means. I mean, I did millions and millions and millions on my own, um, but uh, definitely it's a, a cheat to be able to go a little faster. Right out of the gate, you need a test budget, right? You need a sales funnel, you need a test budget. Um, how much would you budget uh, for that for that test, either dollars or traffic or... What's the metrics that you're looking for for that test before you jump to uh, ClickBank? Definitely. So the big the big thing is making sure first you're on one of those platforms, right? The ClickBank Digistore buy goods. Um, get on those platforms first. Those platforms can drive traffic. So like if you're on buy goods, you're gonna start seeing clicks to your offer before you even ask for it. It's weird, right? They have tons of, of traffic sources and they're trying to find the next best offer. So you can get help that way. Um, you don't necessarily need to spend money. I think you have a you'll have a better investment investing in groups. Like for example, there's this group called Traffic Tribe. If you're an affiliate, if you were to have an offer that works and you're not a part of that group in the health in the health space, you don't know what you're doing. Like this is the space to be in. There's like 300 plus affiliate managers for all the top offers, and they all go in there and they all talk and learn from each other every single week. Right? If you're an affiliate manager, you need to be there. Um, so 
Amber Spears, call it for you there. Uh, but like literally, if, if you're in that group, that three or $400 a month, the cost to be in that group will get you more in drops than you will by paying for it. Because there's so many list brokers out there, or people trying to sell drops, or people asking for cost per clicks for shit lists that do not work, that do not convert, that do not do well. And they're going to drive your offer and be like, well, it must be your offer. And, and it's just, it's a sad because there's just a lot of trashy people out there taking advantage of people. So like, I, I personally would not recommend buying a list drop or, do, or doing anything like that. It would be getting involved in those communities and finding people who can help you and then do a make good for them, right? Let's say, hey, I need $500 to make this right. And it makes 200. Hey, you can, you can do a make good to impress them. You don't have to, but you know, that, that, that's the key. Anybody with a decent list has a testing budget, right? I'll test five to 10 offers a month on my lists. It's what we do. Because if we can find the next one, we're going to hammer it before anybody else does. And I'm going to be able to make a lot of money in a short time span um, before everybody else gets their hands on the offer. And so a lot of the big guys already know that and are looking for that. So you get in these groups, you make friends with them, you find the people who are willing to test, you be as nice as possible, you be as good and friendly as possible, and um, they'll they'll test your offers without cost. So it's not really about reaching a, a particular conversion rate number, uh, which I tell people all the time, right? It's really about holistically looking at the whole business and funnel. Hundred percent. You're well. There's yes to both. So you need a 1.5 conversion rate. That's the winner, right? You get there on warm traffic. You have an offer that anybody will mail to. So that's your shoot goal to shoot for. If you're if you're below one percent, it's going to be harder because there's just too many good offers out there to compete with. So one and a half is your is your magic number to shoot for, and you're testing to get to. But yes, the ecosystem of the entire affiliate network is key. You have to be friends with people because even if your offer sucks and you're friends with people, the next offer you launch in six months. And that one works, they're gonna remember how nice you were, even if you're offer tanked. Uh, your reputation follows you. 100%. If you screw up in that space, the entire group will just blacklist you in, in, in on Facebook and no one will want to work with you. There's been there's been that multiple times where someone comes in is like, oh, this and that, and they just make up with false promises and lie and or don't pay. That's the other thing too. The reason you want to be on ClickBank, buy goods, or Digistore is because affiliates want to get paid. There's people that owe me thousands of dollars and just do not answer emails. And it's, it's, a, it's a sad case. And even people that are decent companies that you think would be dependable aren't. So it, it's, um, it's why you want to be in those platforms because it removes that sense of fear or un unsureness. Um, and, and people are much easier to mail your offer because they just put in their little code, send, and they get paid. So we've got some metrics. We've got uh, sort of a, a plan. How do you know when you're ready, when you have an offer that's ready to scale? Uh, you've been testing it for a while. What metrics should we look for? What things we look for? What are some of the... Yeah, so it, it depends on how much profit you can generate from a funnel. And I call, I call operational profit, profit plus the commission you paid for the, um, the, the, the traffic, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, or a CPA or a rev share. If you take those two together, I call that operational profit. And so if you can determine your operational profit per order, that is the max amount you can pay out. If that amount and the conversion rate matches up to make the traffic source happy, you have a winner. So for example, if you have a 1.5% converting page, you can pay out between 85 and hundred dollars commission to make the people happy. That's about the average for that conversion rate, which usually means you need a little more of an expensive offer, which means you need about $180 average order value or more to break even and have, and have a customer. 
Now, if you're doing a lot of the offers I do, which are more of the e-com style ones, they have $120 average order value and only about a $50 or $60 profit, operational profit. So the page has to convert twice as much almost to be able to make the affiliate the same amount of money. So most of these affiliates are looking for their metric, which is usually what they make per drop. And they'll look at it at ECPM, which is earnings per thousand cent. That's a big metric that uh, Natural Health Sherpa and Indeed helped, uh, who used to work with them, kind of helped pioneer, get everybody in our space to start looking at that metric. Um, so that's a big one. A lot of people just care about e earnings per click, but like that's just so inconsistent now that uh, I think ECPM is probably the best metric that most people are looking to. Yeah, when you smooth it over a thousand visits, you get a, a more consistent uh, ratio. Correct. Correct. It just, um, it's a lot, a lot cleaner that way and consistent, but yeah, so it, it, that's kind of what you're looking for. You need that one, about, you need that decently converting offer about one and a half percent. And then you need to have, figure out how much you can pay out and it has to all match up. So that way the traffic source is happening. What about on the product side and the fulfillment side, right? So you can have a sellout where, uh, you don't longer have any in stock, which is actually a, a bad thing if you're doing paid traffic. Do you, what do you recommend there? Like, do you want to make sure you have the inventory before you scale or is it the cart before the horse? How do you, how do you manage that? Definitely. So inventory is a pain. Like we're bringing, we're bringing out gummies right now and there's like no one who does gummies. So we're stuck with one supplier who can kind of do on-demand fulfillment, but kind of not. So like, we're going to have to manage that carefully, but most of our products we do is with what's called on-demand. So we basically choose a white label product or we find a variation of white label product and have it turned into a white label from a manufacturer, just basically have them make it do skew for us. Um, and you pay for it after it ships. So if, if your product is some kind of diet product with, you know, four or five ingredients in it, and everyone else has been selling it, it's being sold on Amazon, it's being sold on ClickBank, it's being sold here, and you relabel it and use it and call it something different. There's no reason why you shouldn't, by the way, that is not, you're not impacting or taking from the marketplace. People are um, sold on the company and the type of company it is and the, and the story of the company, not on the product. So it's that, that's what the sales page is for. But having that on demand means you don't pay for it until it ships and that they're dealing with inventory and keeping enough stock to handle you and all the people who are selling that product. So you're going to get a better deal because they're selling to 20 different customers. Um, it's consistently being sold by all these customers. So it stays in stock and then you'll never have to worry about scaling. So if all of a sudden the top five affiliates are handling your offer, there's inventory waiting for you. Now, I did, it took me three years to figure, find this, figure this out. Um, basically, I had ordered from companies in Georgia. It was a six to eight week lead time, had to put half the money down up front and then I had to ship it to a warehouse. And then from there, I had to set up a fulfillment connection to the system that was not very easy to do and then uh, make sure it all shipped and went out. And usually it was a, a massive cluster and it, it didn't work out as well as I hoped. Had a lot of upset customers who wanted refunds because things took forever to ship. Um, and by the way, Amazon's ruined people's expectations of shipping time. If they don't get it in three days, you're already in trouble. So like it's, um, it, it, it was a disaster. Luckily, one of my manufacturers started doing the on-demand side. And then after that, I came across three other ones that do it. And there's between these, these warehouses, there's probably 300 products you can choose from. So if you can't find a product close enough to what you want to sell from one of these manufacturers, then you need to be prepared to spend a lot of money and cross your fingers that it works. Because if you're doing it the white label idea, you have no risk. It's just your setup as opposed to having to buy inventory and hold on to it. 
So then it's just a, a game of cash flow uh, at that point, which we're scaling. Yeah, and most of them are incredibly flexible. And, and most of the systems that pay out are paid out weekly, sometimes bi-weekly. So like you, you're, as long as your margins are right, you're not losing money, you'll be able to pay everything exactly on time and never have a, have a problem. Mm-hmm. That goes back to what we spoke about earlier. As long as you're bringing in new blood, new customers into the business, that's, that's what keeps the margins going. That's what keeps the whole machine churning. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think too, is being smart to uh, reselling your products again to your customers. So if you have a list of customers, you're reselling them the same, fu- same funnel. Um, but you're giving them a coupon code or a free shipping code, something like that to get them excited or a buy one, get one code or something like that. Um, using your upsells in your flow. So a lot of times in the supplement world, you have like, we'll say turmeric your sales page, upsell, uh, you know, upsell one's more turmeric, upsell two is omega-3, upsell three is probiotic. Using uh, and selling your customers the omega-3 and probiotic as standalone pages. Right, having a back a backend basically is what you're Yeah, yeah, as, as an email later. Like you don't have to reinvent the 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 entire page, you just duplicate the page, change your links out so it's a front-end offer, change a little bits of copy so it says special one-time sale, and you're done. You can you can use those upsells as internal products. I mean, about probably 30% of our, our uh, email revenue every month comes from internal offers. How many products do you recommend for like someone starting a supplement company? Three. So you have to need you need to have one, it should go your sales page product, then you have an upsell of more of the same, a downsell of discount of more of the same. And then upsell two is your second product, which will be complementary. So if you have a diet product, it's complementary to that diet product, or it's a, um, uh, a gum or a magazine, something that people um, already use and uh, already know about. So something simple like omega-3, everyone already knows about that. Everyone already knows they should take it. So, oh, I haven't taken omega-3 in a while. I'll buy that one here. So it's either a complementary product or a generic product. The generic ones have to be at some kind of sale because otherwise, what's the point? Um, and then product three will be the exact same thing, another generic product or a complement product. And that, that kind of formula will get you an average order value of at least 160, preferably probably closer to 180 uh, on your first few tests. And then from there, it's just how do you get it over $200 and get the conversions to be at 1.5% on the front end. That, that's the formula right there in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, there's so many more steps to it. I, I, I literally, break down with my team, 20 steps. Each step has five or six tasks involved in each one. We kind of break down an entire build out of an offer over 16 weeks. You know, it's kind of, uh, it's an entire process I've developed for myself and my clients that that's easy to follow, but there's a lot. And is that where people can can go together? So I put together uh, an affiliate link at uh, creativethirst.com slash blueprint for your supplement millionaire blueprint. Is that is that what you're talking about now? Is that where they get all those steps? Yeah, exactly. I spent the last year and a half helping people launch their offers and a handful of people have excitedly launched in the last few months and they're having great success. And it's exciting to see um, the biggest thing I've been doing this whole time is not necessarily trying to make millions of dollars off this. It's really learning how to run my business better. And the better I can teach it, the better I can operate and, and run my team. So I'm excited by the fact that the better I can help people, the better I can help myself. Um, but yeah, we basically created a whole system and it's, we've turned it from a product into an actual coaching group. So it's not, um, it's not like you just download a couple PDFs and watch a few videos and you're left alone. We do weekly coaching calls that you're required to be on. And our whole goal is to help people actually launch supplement businesses and do a million dollars in revenue in the first year. Um, and we're looking for people who are actually interested in doing that. So I can 
help them learn to improve themselves and their business. And of course, learn from learn from the teachings so I can get better myself. That's super valuable because a lot of people don't make it through the course or they just watch it and never take any action. So by having a group there and, and calls, you're not only answering the questions, but you're kind of leading them along the way. You're, you're partnering with them in a way. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. And, and just, just I know I hate doing pitchy stuff. I, I, I don't really want to do it, but I'll, I'll say it anyway. We're, we're normally going to do this for like $3,000 a month for a coaching program. But basically, anybody who's interested in joining our first month, which is the month of February in 2022, and I'll extend this through March as well, we're going to give them the offer for $1,000 a month. So basically, a, thir a, thir a third of the cost we're going to be charging, and that gives people the option and the ability to actually join as a join the mastermind, learn about the process, follow our 20-step our, our blueprint so they can launch their offer in 16 weeks, and be there to ask and answer get any questions answered. Because you're going to learn from my affiliate manager, who's a million dollars a month in sales, my operations manager who runs the entire team. Um, you're gonna learn from our copywriter who is an amazing copywriter who wrote multiple million dollar offers. Um, and, and in general, just learn all the shortcuts. Cause you know, as we were talking earlier, I, I have so many failures, so many mistakes, so many things I've screwed up on. My whole goal was trying to plug those holes so no one makes the mistakes again. It's worth it just for that, just to avoid the pitfalls because there are many pitfalls along the way to a, a multi-million dollar supplement company. There is, there is. Yeah, and the whole goal is just is just to help. I, I love helping. I love seeing people succeed, and and I want we want to build a strong community. And you know, we don't. It's month to month. You know, I don't just want people to find what makes them happy if and stick with it because you'll you'll do great. There's certain coaching groups I'm in and have will never leave because they they sing to me, and I hope that ours will sing to you. That's great. Thank you so much, Cody. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes if anyone's interested. Uh, this was great. Thank you so much for your time today. Love it. Thank you for having me on. I hope you enjoyed this episode. To take advantage of the discount that Cody was talking about, again, go to creativethirst.com forward slash blueprint. Again, that's an affiliate link. So if you do buy from that link, uh, I will get a bit of a commission to be completely transparent. Thanks for listening. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. We put together that information in a free digital download called the three funnels every health supplement business needs to build a multi-million dollar empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.